out there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight of the film and we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my co-host adam hello this week we kick off halloween horror fest 2018 yeah. adam's favorite time Woo. of the year i was excited <laughs> so for those of you who are new listeners adam hates horror movies <laughs> He doesn't consider them to be real movies. And uh, for the month of October, he lets me program the entire month. I tr- it's, it's not that they're not real movies. There's too many of them fall short of the movie standard. Okay. You can't do a good horror movie. It's just very far and few between. Okay. Few and far between? It's fine. So, so he lets me program this whole month. I try to mix it up like a monster movie, a slasher movie, like a haunted house movie. So we're kicking off this one. And when I tell you the main reason why, I think you're going to laugh. Okay. Uh, I have a big thing of DVDs that I had at my mom's house. Oh. <laughs> I was just going through, like, what horror movies could we do? I'll just do this one. And I kind of liked this one growing up as a kid. Oh, yeah? My dad took me to see this in theaters with him in 1995 when I was 11. Wow. Because my dad loved Hellraiser. And Hellraiser was created by Clyde Barker, who directed this movie. A lot of boobs for an 11-year-old. I know. All right. Dude, my dad didn't care what we watched. Like, right. he's like, he's like, no, we're going to watch what I want to watch. So, okay. Sit there and enjoy it. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> so, th- let me, let's go through the normal stuff before we get into the movie. This yeah. movie is directed, like I said, by Clive Barker, who created Hellraiser. Stars Scott Bakula, Kevin J. O'Connor, Daniel Von Bargen, Barry Del Sherman, and Famke Jansen, aka Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A private eye is lured into an investigation of murder in the world of dark dark arts magic. I already know the answer. Adam, I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? Not even close. Okay. Like I said, I saw this when I was 11 in theaters, and I own the DVD. So we're doing this because I was looking at streaming, looking at Netflix and whatnot. I'm like, nah, let me just see what I own. And I'm going through what I own, and I'm like, you know what? So the... I, I picked this because I was trying to throw you a bone here. All right. Last year, I gave you Silent Hill. The year before that, it was The Thing. Kurt Russell's The Thing, yeah. which you didn't like, but you appreciate. Like, you saw why people like it. Yes. And I picked this one for you because I was thinking, well, it's not a dumb slasher movie like Michael, like a Michael Myers movie or a Jason movie. It's like a detective murder mystery, and it goes into the world of illusion and magic. And I remember hearing at some point you you do like stuff like that, like the magic and yeah. illusions and stuff. Right. And there are horror elements. There's like demonic elements, and you like the conjuring and stuff like that. So that that's where my mind frame was. It, it has a lot of things to, that I would enjoy. It, it had elements where I think, yes. ah, I'll, I'll throw him a bone. Maybe he'll like it. Maybe he won't. I, I had you more on the gauge of like, uh, I kind of liked it. Okay. So with that being said, Adam, yeah, your thoughts. It it was it was weird. It was just weird. <laughs> Which it, it's a Clive Barker movie. Yeah. All his movies are fucking weird. Have you ever seen Hellraiser? I, ha- I have not. Okay. I, That's Pinhead, by the way. The guy right. with the nails in his head. Yeah, okay. I, I remember that much at least. Okay. Uh, I remember seeing that at the blockbuster. Like, what kind of? <laughs> like, just seeing the all the nails in the guy's head. Like, that's. A, was that when you were in your bubble and you were like, <gasps> Santa Maria Madre? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it might have been, uh, but I just remember thinking like, what. Like how? Uh-huh. How can somebody have those in his head and, and not be like always screaming? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, it hurts. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, it was it was a weird movie. Uh, it, it was it, parts of it reminded me of like Skyrim, 
Okay. There's a whole thing with the the, the Daedra, uh, the the demonic presence of people, uh, and it was like they're very culty and like, oh yeah, oh, to to the death, and they're running around trying to protect this one person thing and trying to raise him back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Type of it, it was it was weird seeing the uh, the, the main guy, uh, the main bad guy, Nix. Yeah, Daniel von Bargen. Yeah, it was weird seeing him in in like a leading role because he's, he's he's always a secondary character, and uh-huh. maybe this is why. <laughs> uh, they try to give him the spotlight. I was like, hmm. it, it, it was. It, it just it, it seemed a lot real forced. Everything seemed kind of forced. Okay. Uh, they, they tried to throw in the magic aspect of it, which uh, was kind of cool. But then they said that magicians are real and illusionists are fake. That, that was their whole spin. Yeah, that's that's the whole spin. So the whole idea is that um, Swan is an illusionist right. like David Blaine. Right. And he, he, no one can figure out how he does his illusions. Like he's the best illusionist in the world. No one's ever been able to figure out. Right. So there's a scene where Scott Bakula goes to the magic castle in Hollywood. Right. Which I've, I've been there. My friend is a member. Yeah. Um, and in there, all the magicians are getting together. And that one, that one guy, the, the ghost from in the subway in Ghost. Yes. <laughs> he was great in this movie. <laughs> he was hilarious in this movie. He's like, he has a fake accent, like a fake like Romanian accent. Right. He's like, I can recreate any miracle Jesus Christ gave. I can walk on the water. I can turn water to wine. Give me two days prep work. I can do all of it. Right. And Scott Bakula is like, uh, he's getting under his skin. And he goes, oh, that's a nice accent, by the way. Is a jersey? He goes, hey, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I did enjoy that part. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So in in that scene when he's meeting with all the magicians, they're saying, "Well, Swan, his magic is dark because he's actually doing real magic, where we're just doing illusions." Yeah. I can pull this card out of my wrist. Oh no, it's gone. Yeah. It, it seems weird that quote unquote magicians would acknowledge that like no no somebody's doing real magic and the rest of us are just faking it. Uh huh. That doesn't that doesn't play for me. Cause, yeah, because you remember in the Prestige, Christian Bale had to they had to stay in character at all times. Yeah. So when he lost his finger, the other brother had to lose his finger. Yeah. And the they the the the, the I know this isn't the right term, but the, the Chinaman. Yeah. Remember the way he walks. Yeah. Christian Bale said that's the illusion. He he carries a thing in his legs on stage, so that's why he has to give the illusion that he walks like that. But he has to stay that character even outside. Right. So basically, so, everything can be explained. So everything, it's not in, real. In, yeah. So people who are that committed to like, we got no, we got to keep this illusion going. They're yeah. straight up to an outsider going, yeah, it's fake. Yeah. So so in this case, they look at the the, the Chinaman and be like, no, that guy is a he's he's a he does magic. <laughs> We're doing illusions. That guy, I don't know how the fuck he does it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it seems it seems weird. Uh, but for the for the sake of this movie, that's that's the road we're going down. But mm-hmm. the world that they they have sold us is that magic does exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's frowned upon by the magic the magic community. the magician community. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, even though it's <laughs> called the magic castle, magic is a forbidden word to say. It's, uh-huh. You can't. It's like Voldemort. You can't. You just can't do it. Uh, and then Scott Bakula, he's, he's he's a private investigator. Okay, so um, Clive Barker, before he made Hellraiser, he wrote novels. Okay, so I think. Damore, the detective, is a character from other stories that he wrote. So he's a detective who he was involved in some exorcist, exorcism on a little boy. Right. Which, by the way, these movies, no horror movie has ever really scared me. But when I saw this movie in theaters and they showed that little boy possessed and then that 
tall white guy, yeah. the guy in like white makeup. He's, he's like, like the come to the darkness to yeah. more. I was like, whoa, that one got me a little. Okay, when I was a kid, it, it seemed out of place for me. Like, the whole demonic thing. Yeah, yeah, that's because this is a character from other like novels. Yeah, who's just being jammed down your throat? Like, all right, here's a new guy. Yeah. Like, so he's a PI that also knows about the occult and has experience with the occult uh-huh. and has flashbacks of occultish but things. He, so he experienced an exorcism firsthand, which he still has like PTSD about. Right. But when it comes to the world of magic, he's still like a doubter. Right. This isn't real. I mean, I've seen it firsthand, but I know it's not real. <laughs> That's your stance? Yeah. Bro? So I know you have a big crush on uh, Famke Jansen. Jean Grey. Yeah. What do you think of a young? This is before Goldeneye. Yeah. No, it was Famke Jensen. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's a little hottie, dude. I, I was expecting her to be the bad guy. Oh, that was gonna be the twist. Yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be like, uh, yeah, because she basically says at one point, yeah, I killed the guy. Uh, uh, I didn't marry him for love. She, she 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 was kind of bled out to be uh, a bad person, mm. uh, very very hot, uh, a bad bad person. <laughs> Uh, so I, I thought at the end it was going to be like she was going to be like this whole thing. He, she was playing back to the whole time to get him to find the body so that she can bring him back to life. Ah. That's that's where I thought I was going. That would have been a good twist. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. So I noticed we've been doing this the last few movies. How would we rewrite this? Okay. Okay. So even though she shot Nick's when she was young, when she was a teenager. Which we find out like at the end of the movie. Yeah. Even though she's the one who like shot him, he was secretly prepping her to be his understudy, and he had to die to go to the land of the dead to experience it to get his whole yeah. like magic routine down, right? So so he said he set it up, all right, you're gonna kill me, so that way I die. You're gonna set things in motion where you bring back Swan and you bring my body back. So okay. that way I have my 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 mentor underneath me, the only guy who could challenge me in magic. Oh, and you, okay. You bring me back. He thinks you're, you know, you're in love with him, he's on your side, and then we take Swan out and then you and I, you are my understudy. I conquered death. Okay. That that'd be a good interesting twist All right there. Or, or another one okay. is uh okay. he gets shot and he starts they start putting the screws to him uh, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and while that's happening, he sends his soul out. Oh yeah, it's into her. the girl. So now she is him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically him making out with Bakula, I guess. Yeah, and having that sex scene, which what would explain <laughs> later in the movie when he's like, "It was just supposed to be you and I, Swan, when we destroyed the world." Yeah, and then there's also a point where her face gets all weird. Uh huh. So like, okay, so I was like, "Oh, it, oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is <laughs> him inside of her type of thing." Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then, so she, he's using her body to get back his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it took 15 years. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah. They had to wait. Huh. I guess that wouldn't work. <laughs> but I do like where you're going with it. Okay. I, I, do, I do like where you're going with that. Yeah. And then she gets reborn as a new person, which mm-hmm. is like a, like a phoenix. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a uh, X-Men joke yes, for was. you listeners out there <laughs> this stuff so what are your thoughts on like um like the occult and like these cults and stuff it because this is this shit doesn't happen in real like the whole magic thing but yeah like, there are people who are joined cults like this who yeah you know who would if they had orders kill your whole family to join us yeah 
that shit is just freaky how people I don't understand. I don't understand it either. How can you get so brainwashed? It has to be at a certain point. You're like, wait a second, what mm-hmm. is what is all this about? Yeah, you, your brain has to at least, I, th- I would think, turn on like this seems weird. Yeah, I'm sure they start off with baby steps, and it's over a long period of time that you eventually uh, you cross a line. A while ago, you didn't even realize you crossed a line. Mm-hmm. They, the whole frog in the water type of situation. Uh, they just heat it up instead of boiling. Yeah, but. These people, they were portrayed as, as loons in, in this one. Like they, yes. they were just completely brainwashed, mm-hmm. didn't have any semblance of themselves. One guy's like playing with a snake like, hey, swan, welcome back. And, and I, I, there was like henchmen that I thought, <laughs> are, are they demons? Oh, or the guy who, they never explained that. I guess when you mark them on the forehead with that symbol, yeah. they're like unkillable. They, they they get a certain level of powers. They're like promotion from human to uh, just beneath Puritan, mm-hmm. Puritan lights, maybe. Because <laughs> there's a uh, so when they kill Nick's, his like understudy, the guy who's like in love with Nick's, yeah. he has like a fucked up eye. Yeah, he is look still 15 years later trying to bring Nick's back. Yeah, and um, so why why did it take him 15 years to? gather up all the crew that took out his master wouldn't you have done that immediately yeah like, what were you waiting for right uh, well 13 years later why well i think it's so, just, well if it, if it was there just so that famke jansen can grow up and become famke uh-huh. then i'm okay with that if, if that's the only reason I, even that i'll accept. Yeah. like we need her to look like that got it okay time passes it, we're led to believe that he's kind of <laughs> still running the cult because right. he's the one who says uh he's coming back like he's the I do like this scene, though. I like that everyone who was a loony bin in the cult, it looked like they went off to have lead normal lives. Like that one guy with the glasses is a mailman. Okay. And that blonde chick has a family. And then when they get the call saying, he's coming back. Yeah. We're getting the old crew together. Uh, the mailman murdered his wife and her body's in the closet. The the, the wife, yeah. the other wife, has the all her family stabbed, slit their throats. That was fucking trippy dude that these pe- people in a cult can just turn like that yeah they can heal turn that fast there's a, there's a switch inside of them the uh kill switch all right uh let's turn this off because your, your guy's dead yeah but if he comes back we're gonna need you back yeah so uh they're, they're like uh occult reserves is, is, is what they are <laughs> just waiting for the call the uh peace corps the cult corps i don't know yeah reserves yeah there's a great movie are you familiar with the jonestown massacre uh i've heard I've heard of that phrase. So there was a man. <laughs> so the drinking the Kool Aid comes from oh, right. from this yes. incident. That's the Heaven's Gate people. Uh, no, is these, that, these different. No, Heaven's Kool-Aid? Gate is different. It's all. It's another cult. But okay. Jim Jones, he was like a, a priest, like a, like a, believe in believe in Jesus, believe in me. I talk directly to God. Like he convinced all these people to move to some country in South America and build Jonestown, okay. named after him. So he's preaching the word of God, but. If you're familiar, if you're familiar with the Bible, what's the first commandment? You shall not put other idols yeah, before no, no you. Other gods before me. But this guy who's yeah. leading you is has his own town. Eh. Anyway, so they build this whole town, and he's then, not godly. He's a vessel of God. Yeah, that's so. true. He he builds this whole town in South America, and then he gets all of his followers to go. They they he convinces all of them, give me all your money, sell all your gold and jewelry to come live in Jonestown, and they're living pretty much in the jungle. And the government, he has a deal with them to hire rebels to be soldiers. Huh. So people are writing home saying, I don't like it out here. Please get me out of here. So this 
congressman this all happened this congressman flew this is real life not this, a movie. this actually happened okay. this congressman flew out there with like his aid aides like his workers underneath him yeah and they were going to bring back like 30 people from jonestown so jim jones was like they're on to us man they took 30 of our guys they're on to us so he forced all his followers to drink it wasn't kool-aid it was um some other type of drink okay light laced with poison and he he killed so they call it a mass suicide i don't consider it a suicide they were no. all they were all forced by gunpoint to drink this drink so he was responsible for the death of 765 people Jesus in jonestown Christ. babies little kids grandmas grandpas wow men women children but check this out the 30 people who were pulled out 10 of them were his guys who had guns on them so as soon as they got on the plane bam, 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 they shot the congressman they shot the Secret Service agents who were with them, and they wow. shot most of the people on the plane. Only like three people got out of there. Jesus. So he planted guys on there because he's, he's like, no, the, the congressman cannot leave to let the world know what we're doing down here. So he's responsible for 760-plus like, deaths. Anyway, the reason I bring it up, there's this cool – I guess it's a horror movie. Okay. I think you would like it. It's called The Sacrament. Okay. It's about a – you know what Vice is? The news channel Vice? They're kind of like like young – Young people like watching Vice. I've seen the Vice Bruce Willis movie. No. No, it's not what we're talking about. Vice is like MTV News now. Okay. Like what MTV News used to be for us. Okay. It's like what it is now. It's called Vice. It's its own channel. So there's uh, uh, three people from Vice who fly down to – it's not called Jonestown. It's called something else. Okay. So it's the story of Jonestown but filmed like documentary style. So you see the leader, the Jim Jones guy. They call him Father. He comes down. He preaches and then, you know – they, they're on to us, man. And then they're drinking the Kool-Aid and one guy sets himself on fire because he wants to go to God. Uh-huh. I think you would actually like that movie. It's called right. The Sacrament. Sacrament. Maybe I'll throw you a bone for this October All right. and throw that one to you. Okay. I think you would get, like that one. Fantastic. Because I think the, a big problem you have with this movie is it looks old. Yeah, it does look real old. <laughs> Even the, though it's 1995. The, the CGI doesn't hold up either. Oh, yeah. When 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 Swan comes back and he's like that polygon that two D that three D polygon yeah. thing. What what what, what is, is he supposed to be? What's happening here? Uh, they there, there was a whole scene where uh, the guy that I thought was Kane from RoboCop is holding up the the car. <laughs> oh yeah, and but that's Swan. He's yeah, holding, Swan. But he has tel- he has Jean Grey's power. He has telepathic. Oh uh, yeah, powers. Yeah. But he's struggling a lot with it. It's like this is taking all of my brain power and it's hurting me to lift this car. Uh-huh. Like how are you gonna how are you supposed to fight somebody if if you can't. Even lift a car. Yeah. Should be a simple magic move. Yeah. As far as, uh, magic to me should be mental uh, and, and not physical. Like, it, it shouldn't be physically draining to you. Mm. It'll be mentally draining, but he's like... <laughs> yeah. Like, like he's Superman lifting a giant sheet of frozen water to go put out a fire. Uh-huh. Like, uh, first of all, like, he, physics says that can't happen. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's like... Uh, they, they always show Superman trying to be stronger. Like, I can't quite lift this. <sighs> Let me get more strength. Like, you're already super strong. Yeah. So, is, but so that's how I view magic as uh-huh. like superpowers. Like, you, you shouldn't be struggling. This is either you have it or you don't have it. Yes. You can't go from lifting a thousand pounds to a thousand and ten pounds, uh, or two thousand pounds, just because you're like putting a little extra effort into it. Actually, no. If you want to, <laughs> what is it from over the top? If you, if you want it. It's not about strength. It's right. about wanting it. <laughs> so Swan just has to want right. to lift the car. He doesn't car. want the car to lift. That's, that's, that's his problem. <laughs> he, needs, he needs to turn his hat around. Uh, yeah. 
so the magic in this world, it's 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 like telekinetic. So it's moving shit. It's mm-hmm. fireballs. Yeah, and it's co- illusions, <laughs> uh, holograms. Hol- what are you fucking? When he's the two D three D image. Yeah, taking on weird shapes and things. Hmm. So magic in this world is just <laughs> it's just like stupid parlor tricks. Yeah, the real magic. Right. The real magic looks a lot like fake magic. Turns out. Yeah. Uh, except for making holes in the floor. Oh yeah. Which which I think he had to like die to learn all that shit. I think he had to like die to learn like how to do stuff like that. Okay. Uh I'm going to jump to the ending here. Yeah, that's fine. Uh I had a problem with the way that he, that he died. Mhm. <laughs> he he opens a hole beneath him. Mhm. Uh which he's hovering which he's hovering over with Jean Grey. Which is also the only thing that can kill him. <laughs> Why would he open that portal if that's like if I, this is the only thing that can kill me, I'm going to open it right beneath me as I hover over it. So if I lose concentration for a second, I'm dead. <laughs> and then why does uh, what's, what's this Scott guy? Bakula, Bakula need, need to be floating to grab him by the face? What, <laughs> what you, have is, to, you have to set this up. What is this kill scene? Okay, so uh, the, the, the main bad guy, the, uh, Nix. the, the Puritan, uh, he, he convinces his cult... All right, are you ready to to, to learn what I'm sh- here to show you? So he creates this storm. So he has storms powers. Yeah, he creates a weather storm. He has all the X Men powers. But but that that power cannot be created unless uh, his followers shave the top part of their head off only. Yes, and and leave the sides. <laughs> so that they're like uh, the butler from uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh-huh. They got that whole look going. And they have to the they have to sh- uh, what do they do? They're, they're kneeling they kneel on broken on glass, glass mm-hmm. which they break the glass to. Mm-hmm. What is it? What? What purpose does this serve? For if, if you're part of the occult, like we're going to bring them back from the dead, but first shave your heads and kneel on glass. What? How could that possibly translate? I think the pain is you have to show pain for me that you're willing to be my follower by showing pain. I think that's what that is. Because so kill yourselves then. There, did you ever watch the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. Do you remember Paul Bettany? He had the thing on his inner yeah. thigh when he would fucking yeah. tighten it, and it right. was. You're showing pain for the Lord. I, I, that I get, but the shaving the head—I don't know what the fuck that was. It's like that guy from Boardwalk Empire that was uh, whipping himself. <laughs> the, 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 the Fed, the Fed, was yeah. the Fed. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like I'm so religious that I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah, that's why the guy, yeah. the monk, has that in his leg. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't it's because it. Jesus suffered through great pain to die for your sins, so you have to at least a little to so, yourself so that's your way of saying thank you i think that's the whole idea i don't know i'm not a i'm not a priest i'm not a botanist yeah <laughs> so he tricks his followers he says you're all sheep willing to follow me only swan is worthy to follow me so he uses powers on swan and he breaks his brain i don't know you saw that shot yeah. right where his brain splits in half yeah. from the inside of his skull you're right. and he's like, and he's there, but he has enough juice to communicate. <laughs> so you have to use your brain to talk. I don't right. know if you know this. Yes. The brain sends nerves it's, yep. to your mouth. It's pretty important part. Yeah. <laughs> so his brain is like split in half. And he's like, I can do one more yeah. trick tomorrow. Hey, can you lift me? Like the car? Can you, can you lift me like the car? Like, yeah. All right, good. Do that. Because uh, Nyx is floating and then all his skin falls off. Oh, it's because uh, Demore shot him. He formed like a hole in his head where a worm comes out. Yeah. So that's the target. So Famke Jensen shoots him there. I guess 
we need a scene where she's practicing shooting a gun. That way we know. She's well, she shot him the first time, so that means she's a crack true. shot because of one <laughs> that's, shot. That's true. Thirteen years ago. <laughs> that's true. So she shoots shoots him straight in the forehead, and he's like, ah. Yeah. Then he becomes like a skeleton, and all this right. fungus starts coming out of him. He, he half dies. We're like, oh, movie's over. No, I'm back, baby. Yeah. So then it's because the glass. That's why I'm back. They kneel in the glass. If they weren't kneeling in the glass, that shot would have killed me. However, their pain uh-huh. brings me back to life. Gave him his his uh, bar right. went <laughs> just a little like in a uh, video game. So you stand there swing and it said finish him, and then you didn't, and then he came back. Yeah. So Swan is barely able to move Bacula because his brain has been destroyed. Right. And then he fucking slow motionly. Goes towards him and then he rips something and he shoves him down into the pit. That's the thing. What does he do? He, he grabs him by the face and then just like I don't know by grabbing his whatever is coming out of his face that he loses his concentration, stops floating, and then falls. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. He just floats over. He's like ah tag. And then, oh no! And he just falls. I guess to the center of the earth, like the core. <laughs> what the hell, man? And then he blows up, but then he still is on fire at the center of the earth and uses his telekinetic powers what the- to seal the hole, I think. And then Swan turns into sand, like the Sandman in our previous movie. Yeah. He just fades away into sand. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I know. It, it, it's, I know. I feel like they're leading up to more than just like, oh, I fell in a hole. <laughs> and that's the end. I'm sorry, Adam. I picked this because I thought you liked this <laughs> world of magic and illusions. I thought this would have been up your alley a little. It parts of it were, but there was there was too many things that were like the, even though the world you created was trying to lead me down this path. I don't. I still don't. They didn't set up the world properly enough for me. I think that's the problem. I th- I thought you'd like the detective, sto- like as the story's unraveling, you're learning more things. Yeah, but but even that was kind of like what? Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, the main reason I picked this movie is because I own it. <laughs> I just I wanted to watch something I owned, but I really thought you that you would not dig it. I thought you were gonna have like not so much a thing reaction, but just to like it's fine. It, uh, it had I'll stuff tell you what it was. Like, it was from the very beginning that it, it pulled me out of the movie almost <laughs> instantaneously. Uh, it was the first time we see Bacula, and he's investigating this guy, and he's in a room with some hookers, and uh, it, it, this is a very stupid point to get hung up on, but uh-huh. it, it bothered the hell out of me. He's he's a private investigator, mm-hmm. so he's trying to he's following this guy, and he's having a, a hooker party basically in his hotel room uh-huh. with the window <laughs> down, like blinds <laughs> wide open. They're 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 jumping on the bed naked, having like ooh, ooh, and then they go outside and he's naked and they're naked. Like what? If if you're trying to be discreet, this is the worst way to do it. Uh-huh. And and he's not a good PI. He just sees things like yeah, of course that's something to, to watch. Yeah. He didn't uncover something. He's not trying to hide it. If he was trying to hide it and he found out, <laughs> the, he's a good PI. The shades would be close. <laughs> right. Wide open for everyone to see. Uh-huh. This is not PI work. This is lazy PI work. <laughs> you don't need a PI. You just follow uh-huh. the guy and you'll see what you need to see. You hire a PI when I've been doing everything I can and I got nothing. If you follow this guy for a, a, a day, you'd realize, oh, look at that. Horror party. Yeah. You don't need a PI for that. But they hired the best. Mm-hmm. For that, so it pulled me out instantly. Like this, this is lazy writing. I get, I appreciate the boobs, <laughs> but not at the not at the cost of a story. You can, you can have boobs with mm-hmm. story. 
Don't well, distract me from the story. So you had no clue what this movie was about. So no, let me ask you, what, what what did you think of the opening scene when they when they showed up to take out Nix? That, that was kind of cool. Okay. I, I did I did enjoy that because it, it was like because you didn't know where the story was going or what what, what, what right. where it's leading to. Right. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be one of those like. Um, this is this is the final scene of the movie, and now we're going to tell uh, you the story of how they got how here. they got there. Yeah, okay. That's, that's where I thought I was leading. I was like, okay, that could be interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe may been a better one that way, a better movie. So, the, are the screws magic controlled by his blood? Because uh, Swan has to bite his thumb, yeah, to pour the blood on the screw, and then it screws in his head. He's like, ah, yeah, it screws in by itself. Uh huh. And how does having a mask on? That that mutes the powers. Is is, is it made because he of, can't see? I don't is know. It, is it a lead mask so he can't see? Is it like it? Magneto? Uh, it, kryptonite? Yeah, yeah. The helmet. <laughs> it prevents all psychic attacks, but it works the opposite way. Right. Psychic attacks can't come out. Holy shit! We've referenced like four X Men characters. <laughs> X Men: Professor X, Jean Grey, Storm. Storm. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, there's a little bit of Gambit in there. He's got the fire throwing. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Or is that more Jubilee? It's fire, though. Uh, That'd be Pyro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we got Morph. <laughs> turning into a diamond creature. Uh-huh. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, the um, that guy? The the one who... Uh, the the half-demon, yeah. punk-rock-looking guy with the thing on his forehead? Yeah. You can say he's like Juggernaut. Like, nothing could stop the Juggernaut. Because okay. he gets pushed out the window and he's still... Rah! Yeah. Okay. What do you think of the of the of the two swan illusions? If you saw that at a show, the first one where the sand goes into the vase and then it breaks and he's there, yeah, wouldn't you think like, wow, this guy's incredible? Yeah, but it, 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 it seems interesting uh, the way they portray like how, the stage is like, how does he do that? Like, you want to practice? <laughs> this is not the first time you're seeing this. If it is, then you shouldn't be on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> these are shows that are rehearsed over and over again. How do you, uh-huh. It's strings. It's obviously strings. What strings? All right. If, if you were, again, if you were at a rehearsal, you mm-hmm. would know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, maybe he doesn't have rehearsal because he doesn't need it because he's actually magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like the potential of the the trick that killed Swan or quote unquote killed him. I like that idea the, the of the swords yeah. dangling and then he misses it just in time. That that has if that was a if someone can pull that off, that'd be a fucking great trick. But is that even like? So you here's the thing. You can't, you can't do that. So like David Blaine, he started off as like a magi- uh, illusionist, right? right? He would. Did you ever see the the f- first two David Blaine specials, the no. Street Magic, where he would walk down the street and he's like, pick a card, any card, and then, oh no, it was in your back pocket the whole time. Okay, like that's magic. But now David Blaine is like, I'm gonna sit on this porch on top of the tallest building in the world for yeah. 14 days. I'm like, that's not magic. In a cube, yeah, the, yeah. the cube above the Bellagio or something crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like the, I feel like the sword trick isn't magic. It's just <laughs> no. You're just doing like Daredevil shit at right. that point. Plus, also if if that if that was an actual trick, those wouldn't be real swords. No. <laughs> so if something goes wrong, it doesn't kill you. Yeah. It would have the appearance of that, but it's not. They're not using an actual saw <laughs> to cut the lady, to cut in, the lady half. in half. Yeah. It's a fake, flimsy looking thing. <laughs> it's just there to make it look like a saw, but it's actually uh-huh. quite flexible. In fact, it might bend in the middle even. Yeah. One of the, one of those swords that when you put out against your arm, it bends in. Uh-huh. Like, oh, my arm is cut off. Yeah. There's no way. And if that was a real magic thing, uh-huh. he got stabbed like five times before anybody rushed the stage. Yeah. 
and again Turn the stagehands yeah like oh that was supposed to happen get out there now stop it stop the revolving stop the dropping mechanism <laughs> yeah. the guy's bleeding all over the place we know it's not we know it's not fake blood because uh-huh. we were at rehearsal we know this is not supposed to happen yeah. if it does he switched the trick in the middle of the performance and uh-huh. now he's got blood capsules in his arms and now his leg and now his chest oh we should stop this <laughs> The the scenes in the Magic Castle, like I said, I've been there. They don't allow cameras in there. Okay. Like like you as a guest, you're not allowed to have your phone out to take pictures inside of the Magic Castle. It's a private club. That's the rules. Okay. So I think the scene the scene where they're in the room that has every trick to magic ever, yeah. where that hologram monster chases after him. Yeah. I don't think that's a room in the Magic Castle. And then he shoots the wall. He shoots the camera. He shoots the the camera. Did that technology exist in 1995? No. Plus, also when he shoots it, it does <laughs> like a. Bzz, bzz. Uh, no, if you shoot the camera and it explodes, there's <laughs> it no more. The image is gone instantly. It yeah. doesn't like oh, short circuiting. <laughs> well, I've heard, uh, my friend who's a member. He said there is a room somewhere in the magic where they have. It's like in a vault somewhere where they have the solution to every magic trick ever created. That makes sense. And I think that's what this room is supposed to be. But there's no... They came in through the roof. Okay. There's no roof to the Magic Castle <laughs> to get into this room. So that was a soundstage. But that room is just... If if that contains all these secrets going back to the days of like Merlin... Yeah. You don't have like an alarm system for the roof, for the glass roof? How is Tom Cruise going to get in there? <laughs> Tom Cruise has to get there somehow. Yeah. The cables... Uh-huh. And then your best defense is he pushes the thing and the thing will just cut his hand. Shouldn't that thing be in like a... What about a giant alarm to alert everybody? If Nyx is like this dark lord of magic who nobody's supposed to know about him, shouldn't that thing be locked in like a safe? Well, if he is actual magic, no safe's going to stop him. Oh, that's true. So... You can just abracadabra open sesame. So when you saw that mat, that monster... What was going through your head? Were it was, you like, are we really yeah. introducing a monster this now? This was happening now. Uh, but but it, it looked holographic from the beginning. Like it was it was kind of sheen see through ish. Mm. So I, I thought it was it was supposed to be a ghost. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was a hologram. Uh, the, the guy freaked out. The he, the other guy he, he's a magician, right? Yes. So, so the people at the ma- except for the guy from Ghost. Okay. Those are all real magicians. Like the old man. Uh, so in the Magic Castle, there's one hallway where they have caricatures, drawings of everyone who's ever performed at the castle. And he's one of the first guys to perform there. He's like an old school guy. He died in like 20 years ago. In real life? Yeah. Oh, he's, a, pretty- he's a real life magician. He's like a Hall of Fame magician. Okay. That old man. But then he was freaked out by the the fake ghost? The hologram? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the old man. Oh, the, the one that like lets him in? Yeah, let's in the outsider. Yeah, yeah, him. Which, which, should, which I'm sure is against the rules. Yes, but the young guy, the young magician, he's an actual magician. I, th- I think. Okay, but yeah, he's scared by the monster thing. Yeah, get it off me. He, he looks like the guy from Jurassic Park, the uh, the one that's bre- crossbreeding, the, the scientist guy. Damn it! Since we're rewriting this movie, yeah, you know it'd be dope. It, it, okay, if you're telling me that magic is real in this world. If you're going to be that ridiculous, why don't you just go all the way? Do you remember the scene in the third Indiana Jones where they get into the room and that Knights Templar is there? Like he's an actual knight 
from oh, yeah. like the Crusades and yeah. he's been staying long enough from drinking the water. Yeah. If you're going to sell me that in this world, magic's real. When they go in that vault, why don't they just have Merlin there, dude? <laughs> like the ghost yeah. of Merlin. <laughs> I was the first wizard and yeah. I am here to make sure no one knows the secrets of magic. Right. You're already in a ridiculous premise anyway. Yeah. Magic does exist in this go, world. Just go all the way. Get the, get the magic guy. Yeah. Maybe not Merlin. Maybe the ghost of Houdini. We'll, we'll give you Houdini. Okay. Yeah. A real person. Yeah. That we know of. Yeah. You're saying Merlin's a fake? Hold on. <laughs> yeah. When I rewatched this movie, I used to like this movie a lot when I was younger. Rewatching it now, it was very slow. I'm like, oh, this is the movie I remember. Yeah. It's very hokey. Because you saw this in 95, though. Yeah. So this is the first time since then that you've seen it? Oh, yeah. No, I DVD, own the DVD. So, you've seen it. so I've seen okay. it before. But watching it, this, I guess it's the spoiler goggles. Yeah. Adam? It's a real thing. It, it does ruin quite a bit of yeah. quite a bit of things. I kind of like that everyone who helped kill Swan, uh, not Swan, Nix, I like how everyone was being hunted down. I kind of like that. Like the, like the black guy is the, the psychic. Mm-hmm. He gets all the knives put in his chest. And then that brunette chick, she gets run over by a car. The blonde. Did they say what happened to that blonde girl? I forget. No. She, she, she got stabbed in the original assault, right? Or no, it was the... That was the brunette chick. Wasn't there a blonde with him? I don't remember. So long ago. Oh, and then there's a there's an ape on a chain. The ape? Yeah, remember the opening scene? Um, oh, yeah. There's an ape <laughs> on a chain. This possessed by the uh, by the Puritan? Is, 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 it, is this ape a real ape? Is it a conjuring <laughs> uh, ape? They conjured up a... What was the point of that whole scene? I don't know. They kid, they, so... The guy went off the rails because he kidnapped a kid and he's trying to get an ape to attack it. For what purpose? What do they need the kid for? Sac- a human sacrifice? I guess uh, the innocence of a child. So what? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of holes in this movie, man. Yeah. My bad. It's fine. <laughs> well, ne- next week's movie is going to be a lot more fun. Just because okay. it's of the ridiculousness of these slasher movies. Oh, right. Next right, week right. will be... A little more fun. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring up? No? I think we covered enough. <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. <laughs> but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. But on Rotten Tomatoes, they don't have top critics reviews. What? It's all like bloggers and like horror website people. Okay. So I, I'm not going to count those. So you're going to... Did this make it to your website when, you, when you're doing the uh, the horror reviews? This movie? Oh, my horror blog? Yeah. No, I didn't do this movie. Okay. No. I did... Now I think about it. What did I do? Oh, <laughs> I did this one ridiculous movie. You would hate this movie. It's okay. called ATM. <laughs> All right. From the title, what do you think it's about? Uh, an ATM comes to life and it's going to be No. Um, these three friends go to you an ATM. You deposit your soul. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They go to an ATM. These three friends, they leave like a work party and it's late at night and it's in the middle of the winter in New Jersey, I think. And they go into this ATM. And it's one of those standalone ATMs that's in a room. In the, in the vestibule? In yeah. The ATM vestibule? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's an ATM that's in its own glass yeah. enclosed room. Right. But they parked fucking far away. They park So where you used to live, pr- yeah. pretend your old house oh, yeah. is the machine <laughs> and the street where I would park okay. is where they parked. Like, they walk that far to go to the ATM. 
Aww. and I forgot why. Anyway, there's a guy in a mask who's like taunting them, and there's like a security guard like, "Hey, what's going on over here?" Dead slash throat. All right. This like kid on a bike. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And the, he gets chased by the guy, and they're like, "Oh, the cops! We're trapped in here!" And then the big twist, because I doubt you'll watch this. The big twist is uh, two two of them die, and then the guy was manipulating the the live footage of the security camera he was editing it on the fly so when the cops came he edited the footage on the security camera to make it look like he killed the girl and the survivor killed the girl and the survivor killed the other guy in the atm room so now he's going to jail for murder yeah it's wow. it's dumb so i did that i did trick or treat the one okay. you didn't care for no I, I, that one that was the uh it was an anthology type of yeah oh the, you didn't hate that one right you thought it was fine yeah there's some weird parts. I did a handful of stuff, but not not Lord of Illusions. Okay. So now it's the Rotten Tomatoes game. So now you got to go in blind. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um. Now you got to guess the score of the Rotten Tomatoes game. Uh. No, I'm going off copy. This is part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie. <laughs> um. For those of you on the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to hundred amongst critics and the audience. Zero to fifty nine is rotten. Sixty to eighty four is fresh, and eighty five and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, Adam, the critics or the audience? Uh, to the critics. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing at the time, the CGI wasn't as bad as it seems to us now. Maybe the, maybe this was a, a scary movie at the time. You, you, you said it was scary for you, parts of it anyway. Well, just that exorcism scene. Okay. Or not the exorcism scene, but with the the, that demon who's yeah. like, come to the darkness and more. Now, there's no top critics here, so that means we don't have... The right. critics from 1995 archived on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So these are like newer critics, oh. bloggers, and whatnot. This, I feel like, is going to be a popular movie with like hipster people. Because they're going to be like, all like, oh, yeah, you don't like that movie? You don't know about that movie? <laughs> you, don't, you don't know horror, man. <laughs> yeah, what, how could you say you like horror movies? You never saw Lord of Illusions. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's probably going to be a little higher than I would like for that, for that kind of reason. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a 42. 61%. Wow. So it's fresh in their eyes. No, no, no. And now the audience? This is the same, it's the same dilemma here. It's, it's the... <laughs> the hipster problem? Yeah. The people that are reviewing this are the ones that s- sought out this movie and are probably going to do positive reviews for it. Uh, the rest of us have never heard of such things. Uh, the present company excluded because you have the DVD. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 55 52 percent so it's rotten good at least it's rotten (laughs) paul giamatti wasn't in this we love him so we decided to ask what role would paul giamatti have had in the movie nicks oh i'm gonna get you swan okay no No, i can see swan he would be the the, no 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 the the butler the one who gets punked by everybody the butler the 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 swan's like understudy the henchman he's like henchman okay yeah, can you yeah. picture Scott Bakula just punking Giamatti? Yeah, there you go. That's better. That's a much better role. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Isn't that funny? We like love him, but then we always put him in these roles where he's like, like, yeah. oh, shocks, Paul. Yeah, because he does. He does that pretty well. He does. Yeah. That, he does that well. He does. Now it's time for trivia. I only found one notable thing. When casting for the film began, Clive Barker picked Fomke Jensen's photo out of the hundreds of initial submissions and declared, "This is Dorothea." She remained the only choice, although the filmmakers were required to audition dozens of dozens of actresses for the part. So he picked her based on a picture. Not had no clue if yeah. she could act or not. 
Well, you got lucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Now, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get to feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget, $12 million. Mm. And I don't have a foreign box office gross, so you're going to have to do only the domestic, domestic. Okay. gross. $12 million. Uh, be- because I've never heard of it. Uh, and you'd have never heard anyone else. Uh, yeah, n- nobody's ever said anything about it. <laughs> I'll go with uh, 18. 13.2 million. Oh, wow. So you're kind of close. All right. This film debuted in fifth place on the weekend of August 25th, 1995, with 4.8 million. Fifth place. I was there, my dad. <laughs> Number one that week. Mortal Kombat, ah. the first one. We did, we did that one, yes, right? We did, yeah, we did. Yeah, you know when I when when I'm looking through the when I'm so the White Raiden, yeah. I'll never forget <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> the guy from uh, Highlander, yeah, La- Lam- Lambert, yeah, Christopher Lambert. When I was, I only did half of October. I don't know if you saw that. There's three in there already, yeah. including this one, right? As I'm going through, I have to go re- go back. Like, did we did we ever do this? So I have to do Control F, like okay. search, yeah. The, 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 the so master we're at a point <laughs> where we're like, oh, did we do that yet? Yeah. I don't know if you ever got to that point where you have to be like, uh, I don't know. Did we do that? Right. There's movies that, that uh, I talk about, like, I think that was on spoilers. <laughs> if not, it should have been. There's, there's a lot of movies that are like, yeah. this is spoilers worthy. So it must have been on spoilers. But I don't know. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this movie is the... <laughs> 265th highest grossing film in the category horror R-rated. By the way, most horror <laughs> movies are R-rated. Yeah, you have to be. <laughs> you can't do proper horror without an R-rating. Without the blood and the guts and the cursing. Nudity. Uh, 265th place, Adam. That's that's really low down there. Yeah, it is. Any guesses what the number one horror R-rated, R-rated horror movie could be? And it's not a slasher, so it's not like a uh, Friday the 13th. It's going to be... Uh, maybe one of the saws. No, it's a movie that you heard a lot of hype about, and then you wound up hating it. Oh, is that a clue? Maybe? Halloween? No, it's not slasher. Is that it? The new it? The new it? Oh, yeah. come on! Mm-hmm. That's number one. Ah, oh, that was I. I did not care for that at all. Number two was The Exorcist. Number three is Get Out. Number four, the Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, the first one. Okay, that's I'm okay with that. Number five is The Conjuring. All right. Number six, the first paranormal activity. That's, that's like Blair Witch, right? It's Blair Witchy. The, as far as it's found footage. Which one? Paranormal activity? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, interview with the Vampire, number seven. What? I guess that. Yeah, okay. Guess Would you horror. consider that a horror movie, even though there's vampires? It's it's borderline. Tom Cruise is great as Lestat. Yeah, man. He's got to do more villains. He has to. Yeah. He's good at it. Collateral, he was great as Vincent. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Paranormal Activity three. Number nine, Scream, first Scream. Okay. Number ten, The Conjuring two. What was that look? <laughs> you don't I, like Scream? I wouldn't consider it a horror. Scream? It's it's, it's a it's, slasher. I guess. Yeah. It's it, it's more suspense, I think, than. I guess it would be a horror. Do you I like the first Scream? I I feel like I did. Uh, You'd have to rewatch it. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like the twist was kind of like a what. What's happening here? The nuns are already on this <laughs> 14th all time. Wow. Okay. Anyway, 
Finally, uh, Lord of Illusions was the 102nd highest grossing film of 1995. Number one that year, Toy Story. Yeah, all right. What the? Uh So the graphics. (laughs) Toy Story was amazing graphically. And then you got this guy becoming a diamond-shaped... What what the hell? Well, they had... um, a Pixar budget. Granted, it was their first movie, but they were backed by uh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs owned Pixar okay. before he sold it. Number one was Toy Story that year. Number two, Batman Forever. Number three, Apollo 13. Number four, Pocahontas. Number five, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Uh. <laughs> number six, GoldenEye. Number seven, Jumanji. Number eight, Casper. Number nine, What's in the Box? Uh, seven. Number ten, uh, You Know Your Brother Was an Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. He, he was an asshole. You you got his number. You got his number. Number sixteen was Amy. Good gorilla. Amy. Good oh, gorilla. Congo. That's all in the spoilers archive. Check so that out. Congo made more money than Braveheart. What? It made more money than Mortal Kombat. It made more money than Heat, the De Niro Pacino movie. Oh. It made more money than Twelve Monkeys. Wow. Than Clueless. Did you ever see The Net with Sandra Bullock? Yeah, I did. The early days of the internet? Yes. That's what the, the little pie symbol you got to click on. <laughs> we should watch that movie. Yeah, man. Beat out Money Train? Holy shit. There's a lot of... We did a lot of movies from 1995. Look at that. Yeah, Money Train, that's that's in the archives. Uh-huh. Beat out Casino? Wow. What the fuck's wrong with people? Casino was... Uh, that was later in life. That, that got, that got the yeah. coat falling later. Yeah. Anyway, uh, where can you... Uh, watch uh where can you actually no let me rephrase it if you want to buy a magic I, set. no i <laughs> i bought lord of illusions the dvd on amazon.com adam oh look at that back in the day that we weren't around back in the day yeah but if you want to buy more dvds if you're still buying dvds out there right do they still sell dvds like yeah. can you, you can get a physical copy sent to you oh yeah wow there's a uh let me fin- uh, let me just do the ad, and yeah. then I'll, I'll tell you what All I was right. going to say. Uh, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It takes you straight to Amazon. Save that link. Every time you shop from Amazon on your computer, it kicks back a little extra to us. Yo. Helps support the show. Keeps the lights on, man. Okay, so I don't buy... I, I, I couldn't tell you what the last DVD I bought was. There is, Ooh, a, there is a brand called... There is a uh, DVD distribution company called Shout Factory. Okay. They have a chain under them called Scream Factory. And okay. it's all horror movies. They re they re-release ho- uh, older horror movies on Blu-ray. But they give them like really beautiful like really nice covers to it. They add a ton a ton of special features. They redo commentary tracks. So like if it was already So let me give you an example. The Thing. Okay. I own three different versions of The Thing on DVD. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all wow. time. So I want to buy the Blu-ray version from uh, Scream Factory because it's all the features from the DVDs I own. But then the Scream Factory release, they filmed three brand new documentary, like 20-minute making of things. Oh. They recorded a brand new commentary track from John Carpenter, the director, like brand new. So you can listen to the okay. John, so you can listen to the John Carpenter Kurt Russell track from the DVD I have, but then they did a brand new one with him. Huh. So they they really go all out on making these uh, Blu-ray special okay. releases that's got to be good business for them then if, if, oh yeah if they can afford to do that then mm-hmm. people are buying the hell out of it mm-hmm. how do they make blu-rays out of old movies they they uh, can it be any, any higher definition than than it was back then they don't I, have the camera i don't know they i don't know what they do what their trick is but they're they're repack they're redoing it to make it look nicer huh. than it was on dvd i don't know 
Interesting. Well, that's 1995's Lord of Illusions, directed by Clive Barker. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week... Much to Adam's dismay, Halloween <laughs> Horror Fest continues. But we're going to be watching a more fun horror movie, one that you can laugh at. Yeah. At its ridiculousness. It's a slasher movie. Adam hates these slasher movies. He's mm. always never understood how can you make 10 movies of Michael Myers walking around yeah. killing people. It's, it's, it's also the, the motivation of the slasher <laughs> in itself I have an issue with. Okay. Why, why are you doing this? Usually, you you were most horror slashers from the 80s. You were wronged when you were young by a group of people, so you want revenge. Someone someone killed your mom, so you want revenge. Yeah, but revenge against random people? That's what I I don't get. Well, that's the thing. I get making a list and killing those people off. Uh I I don't get it. I mean, I don't have a list. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway. (laughs) I get what you mean. So that's usually how it works in the first movie. Like the first movie, like, I don't know if you know this or not, Adam. I'm about to blow your mind. Uh, the very first Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees is not the killer. Oh, that's It's right. his mom, Mrs. Voorhees. So her son, Jason, drowned when he was a teenager in Crystal Lake. And the, the camp counselors were all laugh, having drugs and uh, doing drugs, having sex. And they were distracted. They couldn't save my poor Jason. That's from the movie. Right. So her revenge is killing new camp counselors when they reopen the camp 20 years later. Right. Because they were directly responsible. Right. So that's the general idea. The first <laughs> movie is always like revenge. And then as they come by, it becomes just random. Like, Oh, you're there. Stab. Right. Well, the movie in question is 2005's house of wax, which is actually a remake. Yes. There was a movie from the 1950s with Vincent price. I believe sounds right. Called house of wax. Nothing like this one we're going to see. It's pretty much a remake in name only. Okay. In fact, there is an actual House of Wax. Yes. So you've seen this movie before. I have. You, you mentioned you, yeah. you just got to have a refresher. Yes. Also, Adam, I also own this on DVD. <laughs> so I picked it because eh, I own it. All right. It's not a bad choice. No. It's, it's, it'll be fun to talk about. I don't think I remember hating it, but I remember thinking like this is not my kind of movie still. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I enjoyed the fact that it was more current when I saw it. I think I maybe saw it like within five years of it coming out. So all the horror movies I've seen previous to that are like kind of grainy footage because it's an older movie type of thing. This one was like, oh, we got new cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest takeaway I got from the movie. So before we sign off, Adam, um, yeah, man. for those of you who are longtime listeners, you already know this story. But for any new listeners... The first Halloween we did this podcast, the first Halloween season, yeah, we did ha- the original 1978 Halloween, right? And it th- it was lost forever, and yeah. Adam hated it. <laughs> he thought it was slow, and he didn't so he didn't get slow. it. Yeah. So this year is the 40 year anniversary of Halloween coming. Oh, out. okay. So they're re releasing the original Halloween in theaters. There's oh. like a new special edition Blu-ray of Halloween coming out. They're re releasing the soundtrack, the new Halloween. Okay. It's coming out with Jamie Lee Curtis when she's older, when she's oh. like Lori's and she's like training to kill oh, Michael right. Myers. 
There's all this big Halloween vibe. Bill Simmons is launching a podcast about the oral history of the making of Halloween. It's like a 10-part series. What? So as someone who hated the original movie, what are your thoughts on all this Halloween love that's coming out? I, I, you just I, don't get it? I don't get it. I don't, I, <laughs> it I, I think it's, it's capitalizing on a franchise. It's just like, oh, this is, this is big. It's Halloween. So let's do a Halloween movie. This mm-hmm. one's called Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it, it fits the season. So... It, I, I don't understand the fascination with it. I, I think it's one of those, I, I loved it as a kid, therefore I'm going to keep loving it. And mm-hmm. if you say that it's bad, then you're bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's a loyalty to something that uh, I'm sure it was uh, not shit, a pioneer in, in the movie world. It was. Yeah. So I, I, that's probably why. Uh, they, it, this paved the way for all the other movies. So the it, slasher movies. It, yeah. it, it's, it's on a pedestal, mm-hmm. which is fine, but. We've gotten better since then. That's <laughs> there's a whole paying homage. Like, yeah, this is where we came from, but we're better now. Would you? So d- you like Bill Simmons, right? Like, yeah. Do you, the, would you listen to that podcast that he's producing about the the making of? They interview everyone. Like, they interview Jamie Lee Curtis, John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be because even though I don't uh, like the 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 content of the movie, the the, the journey is something that I, I think would be interesting. It's a it's a fascinating journey. Yeah, how how they got there. I, I bet. My biggest complaint about Halloween, as much as I love it, it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. My only complaint is you you don't have to call it Halloween. It's not a Halloween movie. So AMC, the 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 move the channel AMC, mm-hmm. they do Halloween Fest. Okay. They used to do it all month from October first to October thirty first. Now they just do it the last week of October. Oh, okay. Because they just run the fucking Walking Dead all goddamn day. But they used to play it every single day. And on Halloween night, they would play the movie Halloween because it's Halloween. But right. I, I always make this argument to my horror friends. Trick or Treat is the, the, the ultimate Halloween yes. movie because it, it, uh, it incorporates the elements of Halloween. Yeah. Because Halloween, Michael Myers Halloween, that can take place on any night. It's yeah, just it a guy matter. with a mask stalking yeah. people. Right. That can take place on Labor Day, on uh, Secretary Day, Earth Day. Yeah. And the only reason I think they get away with it is because he ha- he's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. That's the only that's the only semblance to Halloween in that movie is that he's wearing a mask. Therefore, they don't maybe look twice at him. If you're walking around with a mask on Labor Day, you're like, what's with this dude? <laughs> yeah. It's Halloween's like, oh, okay, I get it. He's in costume. What if Michael Myers is walking around with a mask going, <laughs> <laughs> like Spider-Man 3? He's like, hey. He's got the symbiote uh, <laughs> underneath his jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to Spider-Man 3, Marvel's releasing a, a I think it's either out or it's coming out soon where it's like the symbiote goes on everyone. Like Wolverine has a symbiote and like the Hulk has a symbiote and Ooh. Captain America. So it shows it shows you like how it, like what their powers get amplified, yeah, how their powers get amplified with a with a symbiote on them. Mm. And how their per- persona changed. So that's like, what, that's so like Captain I, America, who's like a, a goody two shoes. How would he change with like something like venom on him? Yeah, it becomes Captain Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna say there was another thing. Yeah, the, about the symbiote. I, it's like I didn't bring up last time. It, how how does it infuse power into its recipient? Where does, oh. where does that power come from? Oh, I don't know. It's probably in the comics. Explained somewhere. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, and unlocks parts of your muscles that you didn't know were there. <laughs> so it's like the super soldier sin- serum. Yeah, like Owen Wilson would say, we don't use 10% of our muscles, man. <laughs> Symbiot comes in and unlocks the rest of the 90%. Uh-huh. I don't know. So check out uh, 2005's House of Wax. Buy it on DVD if you want from uh, Amazon. Use the link. And until next time, Adam, 
for the next four weeks. Until uh, next time. Yeah. With Halloween coming up. This is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.